Hello, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. I have to tell everyone, um, I'm sorry sometimes you hear, like, these noises. I just touch my desk a lot because I can't sit still. Um, and I didn't realize that you can, like, hear that a lot when I talk. And oh, it probably no one has noticed. And But I just noticed. <laughs> yeah, don't point it out. <laughs> I noticed it a lot last episode and it bothered me and I couldn't edit around it because it's just literally my body moving. Uh, usually when I'm talking because I'm an active speaker. Um, but yeah, I, it's, it's a struggle for me to get me to sit down for a single hour on time, uh, to do these. Maureen knows we like literally pushed today's episode. It's, it's almost, it's about, it's almost two hours from when we said we would originally start an hour past when we rescheduled this morning. Uh, AKA this afternoon when I woke up, cause I woke up, I was like, Oh, it's what? And I, I, slept so late i should have known um because the blood it moon. worked out perfectly because i didn't have notes ready <laughs> i felt so proud that i managed to get my like uh cat cat bath notes together um but i Beautiful. suppose do we have any news to share with our folks well i was gonna say you fidget i breathe weird you know <laughs> that's, that's just how it is you don't breathe weird you just inhale before you like talk and that well i i usually like anything i like i try to be you know cognizant but sometimes i think it helps you know i have bad lungs she does (laughs) she does have a bad lung i hope everyone um who is able to has been able to get their vaccines uh yeah really sorry to all i've seen (laughs) i've seen like a lot of international folks are like looking at the americans and being like what how are you all getting it uh, come to South Dakota, or like all the states where only fifty percent of the state got vaccinated, and then everyone else is just refusing. Come take theirs; they don't <laughs> want it. They're jerks. Yeah, I'm. I'm a little bitter. Aren't we all? Anyway, yeah. I yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're get, get vaccinated if you're able to, and I hope everyone who has got their vaccine um, is doing good. Moderna Club, thirty minute wait wait club, because uh, since I have a food allergy they're like i was like i carry an epi pen and they're like okay ma'am let's let's just wait like a little bit i was like i just want to be safe <laughs> i got pfizer but we only everybody everybody who went was required to wait 15 minutes after yeah everyone was too i i was required to wait. Oh, but you had to wait longer i had to wait yeah. longer because well they said do you have any concerns and like i had heard a couple reports about people with food allergies having issues and i saw in the ingredients list like a type of acid that's found in some like fruits and foods and so i was like mm. hey i don't think i'm allergic to this but i just want to let you guys know and they're like okay you do carry an EpiPen, and like the doctor was like i don't think this will affect you but let's just keep you for 30 minutes just in case so mm-hmm. that's fair it was really cool i hung out with a lady next to me in a wheelchair and she just she was just like this, this is so stupid and she's like i'm gonna she's like i'm in a wheelchair i have no reason to be here for 30 minutes she left right like after me. She was, she was great. We were six feet apart, but we had a great conversation. Oh, I just read, I just read on Libby. I just read my eBooks. Yeah, I I played uh, solitaire. Um, you love a solitaire game. Yeah, and I played Pokemon Go because there was um, there was a uh, there was a there was a bunch of Pokestops because I was in a civic center. Oh, nice. Yeah. I had to take that off my phone because it used up so much battery. It does, but that's why 
uh, Bretta's safety walking tips is I always bring a portable battery on my walk. I just told, I put in our group chat our, my safety walking tips. We're never going to start this podcast if I list them all, though. All right. <laughs> I'm Emberheart. I'm Tangletongue. And this is Warrior Cat. What is that? start of this episode we were just chatty we 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 chatted a lot before we started this episode what are you talking I, that's about? true i think i just got in the mood to <laughs> chat and not podcast i'm gonna like editing this well, i'm gonna be like god i shut up just start <laughs> oh present brenna doesn't uh really uh keep future brenna in mind future brenna um I think at the end of the episode, we will list off all my safety walking tips. Okay, thank God. After because safety is no accident. It is no accident. Yeah, I should know you were on the safety patrol. I, w- I was safety captain. I'm sorry. Brenna, I'm sorry. Safety captain. I'm sorry, captain. For two years. I meant no disrespect. <laughs> yeah, you better. All right, are you ready? Where do we leave off, Brenna? Well, um, we had dreams, and uh, Brambleclaw mm-hmm. had a dream. Um, and it was him drowning in what we know is seawater, and he was like, Bleh! and then he got up and was like, maybe I should, like, talk to someone about this, and thankfully, um, Ravenpaw was there being like, hey guys, um, I think something's happening with two legs, and Firestar was like, that's all good, thanks for letting us know, though, and, but thankfully, Brambleclaw- I live with them, they're fine. Yeah, and thankfully, they haven't done stuff that's ecologically impacted anybody ever, and thankfully, uh, Brambleclaw was able to go to Ravenpaw and be like, here's all, like, let me just, let me just, uh, info dump all of my worries, and Ravenpaw, like, the best uncle ever, was just like, hey, man. That's Star Clan. You know what? You must be destined for this. It's all good. It's all good. He was like, "Wow, really? You think?" He's like, "Yeah." Um, I should. Uncle Ravenpaw is the best. Yeah, and he and he left. Um, and the the original crew was back together. Um, plus Sandstorm, and then we hung out with Leafpaw, and while they were gathering things, um, she like they literally saw a a mini fire. I don't know what it was. Like some. I'm saying it's like some sort of machinery, um, like Fern Gully style, and, uh, but then... I think it was trash, but yeah. Whatever. There was like a, a, a not, an uncontrolled burn, um, and very, very dangerous, those hooligans, and, uh... Especially because we're in a drought. (laughs) Yeah, they just had rain that was not enough to stop a drought. No. Um, and, uh... Cinderpelt had a vision and was like, wait, this is either about, well, it's about Firestar, but also we think it's about Brambleclaw, or it could also be about Squirrelpaw, and one of them might be evil. And weirdly, uh, we congratulations to Firestar for coming so far. He thought it was more likely his daughter would be evil than Brambleclaw. <laughs> like, I didn't comment on that, but he's like, no, Brambleclaw's so loyal. And then, man, could my daughter destroy the clan? Like, he was so ready to be like, yeah, maybe Squirrelpaw will turn against me and kill me. 
but not Bramble Claw. Yeah, his dad was evil, but he's he I now that he's not a baby, I'm not afraid of him anymore. It was only when he was a baby that I was freaked out by him. Yeah, so, but then I raised him to be a good good boy. He's like, but my daughter, I did my best and I don't think I was very successful. I think it means <laughs> I gave her to Dustpelt who also kind of wants to destroy me. <laughs> But Dustpelt, uh, Dustpelt now has pretty, but thankfully Dustpelt had babies, so he could put all of his energy into protecting them, which I think, yes. I think having babies has helped Dustpelt not want to destroy Firestar, because he's just like, no, yeah, I no, could Dustpelt's destroy a very you, good, respectful warrior. but also, I'm the best, I'm instead going to use all that energy to be the best dad ever. And he's like, I'm a pretty good dad. He's like, I'm raising your daughter. <laughs> He's like, whoa! And Firestar's in like, and you're not doing any better than me, bro. <laughs> she cannot be contained. The battle of the dads, and they are both losing to Skrullpaw. <laughs> um, and and the and the reason Sands, Sandstorm can't even be in the ring because she would knock out all three. Like she, mom can't be in yeah. the battle of the dads. She would be. She'd be unstoppable. Um, yes. That so. Is true. I, I, I actually really liked my summary I wrote last time of uh, there are fingerprints yeah. of plot all over this episode and they all point to two legs hands. Like I was like, dang, that was good. If only I'd said something like Ugh, clever. You're a poet. Well, I just, I don't think we pointed out enough during the last episode that there's definitely something happening that the two legs are doing and we are getting like signs of that. The vision, it, the fire. Um, the vision didn't necessarily point to the two legs, but that fire definitely did. Um, because as we so far oh, know, you think, oh, because it came from two leg trash. Well, unlike, yeah. un- unlike the, the cats we talked about in our last one, Rathas creature, they have not wielded fire yet. So it definitely didn't no. come from, uh, and I didn't see any lightning from that storm. So I think it was two legs to start that fire. Nope. And also the fact that Raven Ravenpaw came and was like, hey, the two legs are doing something wily. And I think something was mentioned during the the gathering by Shadow Clan. Or one of the clans mentioned the two legs being weird. Or I might be, that oh. might be a different, I, that might be a false memory. I feel like that happened though. Let me, let me, let me check. No, I think they just talked about, I think they just talked about uh the lack of water last time. Okay. Well, I thought anyway, I in my theory is something is going on. Well, okay, the reason I'm thinking this is because we have what would unite all the clans? The last thing that united all the clans was uh kicking out Sky Clan. Why did that happen? Blood Clan. We're forgetting no blood. Oh. Cl- blood clan was technically oh. River Clan and and Shadow Clan. I'm talking about all of the four clans. The last thing that united but River Clan and Shadow Clan came around. Yeah, they did. But listen, the the thing that okay. united okay. all four clans as themselves was kicking out Sky Clan, and they kicked out <laughs> Sky Clan because of the two legs taking up their lands. So I'm thinking that the two legs are going to do something to the forest and to the river, which will affect all the clans. So, okay. I think we're going to kill two legs in this book or okay. in this in this okay. series. I think we're going to okay. the cats are going to go and destroy machinery at the 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 oh. at the uh <laughs> at the the, the uh, salt water exciting. place. 
I don't know. They're going to learn wiring and electrical work. Well, they just have to bite it and hope they don't get electrocuted. <laughs> Saboteur. Some cats may die. <laughs> I don't know. I really, I just, I think that... It's warrior cats. That's a promise. I just think that the clans, the, the star clan seems to not favor all of them getting together unless it's something really big. And I think the only really big thing besides, like, a weather phenomenon, which StarClan doesn't seem to have that much control over, like, they couldn't, can, they, like, they couldn't foresee that fire, and they didn't, uh, well, wait, they did. Yeah. But, but they couldn't stop it, you know? And they couldn't be like, hey guys, watch out for lightning, somehow figure out how to stop lightning, um, you know? They wouldn't, if, if they already thought, like, oh, everything's gonna flood and there's no way to help, they wouldn't. Well, they might have. I don't know. I'm just, that's my theory. I think because Star Clan okay. is uniting cl- cats from all the clans, I think it's too leg like, related just because usually there is much more into an internal drama. All right, ready? Sure. So Brambleclaw is getting some fresh kill. We're with the boy. <gasps> the boy. He notices how upset Leafpaw looks. And he wonders if she got in trouble with her mentor. Probably. But can't imagine how that could be. Oh, he's like, ah, wait. He's like, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of the wrong uh, sister. Well, Firestar is eating with Sandstorm and Graystripe, and Firestar gives Brambleclaw a hard stare. Oh. Had he done something wrong? Did he find out about the dreams? He braces himself for Firestar to call him over, but the next cat to speak his name is Squirrelpaw. Oh. Uh-oh. She bounced. <laughs> Uh-oh. He's not supposed to do that. <laughs> or, or we know she that bounced? he's not supposed to do that, hang out with her. We know that Firestar doesn't want that. <laughs> so she bounces over to sit by him after snatching up a mouse. She says she thought she'd never finish feeding the elders. Then asks him if he's had any messages from StarClan. Oh, right. Brambleclaw hisses her not to be so loud. Jeez, it's a secret. It's been a day since he spoke with Crowpaw and Tawny Pelt, and he hadn't decided how much to tell Squirrelpaw. If he leaves without telling her, he's broken his part of the bargain. Oh. What would he do if she demanded to join them? I forgot, what was his side of the bargain? What does he gain? Oh, yeah, she wasn't going to tell. tell. (laughs) She'll keep her big mouth shut. Hey, if he goes and he tells Firestar, then she then li- they'll, they'll literally have to imprison Squirrelpaw to stop her from going. Well, have you? Squirrelpaw asks. Brambleclaw keeps chewing, buying more time. <laughs> and he decides that he'll have to tell her something. But Firestar comes to stand over them. Nice. He tells Squirrelpaw that he wants her to go out with Thornclaw. He's showing Shrewpaw the best hunting near four trees. Father interception for different reasons. Squirrelpaw asks if she has to. She's been getting, she's been there loads of times with Dustpelt. And he's like, darn it, Fire darn it. Tells her, <laughs> he's like, dang it, I didn't think about that. <laughs> well, he tells her, yes, when a leader gives you an order, you obey it. He's like, oh, boo. Squirrelpaw rolls her eyes at Brambleclaw. <laughs> Now, Squirrelpaw, Firestar says, Thornclaw is waiting. This girl. Squirrelpaw tells him that he could at least let her finish her mouse in peace. She's been on her paws all morning chasing after the elders. Firestar tells her sharply, as she should be. That's what an apprentice is about. He doesn't want to hear her complaining. 
Swirlpaw leaps to her paws, her bristling. I'm not complaining. She said she just wanted a little peace and quiet to eat. Why is he always nagging her? Oh my god. He's not her mentor, and he needs to stop acting like he is. Uh. Or is he just afraid that she's going to let him down? Afraid she won't live up to their great leader's shining example. Whoa, okay, we are getting into Yikes, some- girl. I, like, I don't- I hate using daddy issues, but we have some internalized issues there. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not- Maybe- maybe a little insecurity about- Having to live up to... I mean, it, it's hard to live up to that man. He literally yeah. was the main character of the first series. <laughs> like, they don't... The sole protagonist. Yeah. It's it's hard. We have to split it between, like, six different cats this time. Yeah. Yeah, that's... And that's another reason. So hard. <laughs> <laughs> Without waiting for her father to respond, she spun around to meet Thornclaw. Brambleclaw noticed that he looked surprised when Swirlpaw spoke to him, as if he wasn't expecting her. But Thornclaw nods and leads them out. Firestar watches Squirrelpaw leave grimly. He doesn't say a word to Brambleclaw. He goes back to Graystripe and Sandstorm. Sandstorm growls at Firestar. You know that's the wrong way to handle her. If he orders her about, she'll just get more stubborn. Who's saying that? I missed it. Sandstorm. Oh, okay. Mom. Mom's like, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I said, in Battle of the Dads, Mom will win. Yup. Well, Brambleclaw doesn't catch Firestar's reply. And he wonders what it was all about. Firestar making an excuse to get Squirrelpaw out of camp. His blood runs cold. To get her away from him? If he's right, there's only one reason for it. Squirrelpaw must have told him about his dream, about the cats meeting at Four Trees. It may have been deliberate, or she may have let something slip. Whatever it was, more trouble was coming. She'd obviously broken their agreement, so he doesn't have to tell her anything about his second dream. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, uh, that, that's, he's, he's like, he's like, yeah, I've convinced myself, so I don't have to feel bad. Well, he decides to eat more. It'd be good to build up his strength, because he's journeying in a few days. Also, it would be good to ask Cinderpelt about traveling herbs. If he could do it without raising her suspicions. I don't think you could, Brambleclaw. I don't yeah. think you have. I don't think you have that good a no. um, skill for that, but... Good plan, buddy. He's about to grab a bowl when a voice asks behind him, Hey, what do you think you're doing? Mouse fur. She's glaring at him. She says she's been watching him. He already ate. And he hasn't hunted enough to take any more prey. Wow. Brambleclaw? Yeah. <laughs> Mouse was there to bring down the hammer. Yeah, as she should. Brambleclaw is so embarrassed. <laughs> and he mumbles an apology. So I should think, Mousefur snapped. Cloudtail lets out an amused purr beside her. He said Brambleclaw is trying to compete with Graystripe. One big eater isn't enough for ThunderClan, he teases. <gasps> wow, let's not fat shame Graystripe. <laughs> he asked Brambleclaw if he'd like to come hunt with him in Brightheart. And Brambleclaw stammers his thanks. And as he waits for them, he decides to suggest they go to Four Trees. 
He needs to find out what Squirrelpaw told Firestar. I'm sorry, that also seeing Cloudtail, like, not be an obnoxious little tween is making my heart very happy. <laughs> I mean, now he's in an obnoxious big adult. Yeah, yeah, but, like, you know, he has he has bright heart to kind of rein him in slightly. Yeah. Slightly. <laughs> he's a good dude. But the patrol sees nothing of Squirrelpaw while they're out. And night is falling when they return. Bramblepaw stays out, but still doesn't see Squirrelpaw. He sleeps badly, worrying about the prophecy and Squirrelpaw's unwanted involvement. And the next morning, he's determined to find her and get some answers. But as soon as he stepped out of the den, Greystripe called him for the Dawn Patrol with Sorreltail and Rainwhisker. When they return, it's almost sun-high. Squirrelpaw wasn't in camp. She must be out with dust. It's like, I can't get a break. <laughs> Bramblepaw tries to take a nap and woke up to the sight of Squirrelpaw leaving camp with old bedding. He springs to his paws to follow when Brackenfur calls his name. Were, have they all been directed secretly by uh, Firestar to keep them apart? Brackenfur looks uneasy. Oh my god, they have! How did he manage yeah. to do that? Hey guys, so, uh, I don't, can you guys keep this young man away from my daughter? What? That seems very, like, yeah, I feel like that's, like, my, I feel like that's very invasive of you, Firestar. Wow. I we, we don't, like, if it's within the clan, we don't have any problems with relationships. Well, no, no, I don't think they're in a, wait, you guys think that they are in a relationship? I think they're gonna destroy us. So? You didn't destroy us. We let you date Sandstorm. Well, okay, God, guys, can you just support me in this? No, it's weird and invasive. <laughs> let your daughter have friends. That's why she has so many issues. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> this is not critique Firestar's parenting hour and and, and Dark Trip like it's not. Or no, not Dark Trip. That's not like it's not. That's that's 24-7 for me. That's all I do. That's literally your all I do. Your daughter's a menace. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually going to encourage them to hang out, I think. Oh my god, no, you can't go against my word, I'm your leader. Uh, when your word is creepy and weird, I'm gonna, that's what you do. And he's like, okay, alright, we're not going to bring up Blue Star in this. <laughs> well, they've, um, I mean, he's always trusted Brackenfur. And um, if you remember from first series, he um, tasked poor Brackenfur to keep an eye on Darkstripe without letting Darkstripe know too. Wow, so, why did he think this would work again? Why did he think it would work though? Brackenfur messed it up the first time. He's definitely gonna mess it up I again. I don't think... No, he didn't... Oh no, he did. He did. Um... <laughs> yeah, I'm like, he definitely I did. I mean, Firestar also practically raised Brackenfur, so... Yeah, so he shouldn't guilt him into doing these, like, awkward and uncomfortable tasks if anything, he should make Sandstorm do it. Sandstorm will be effective. Oh, yeah, right? Sandstorm could probably just look at him and he'd just... Brambleclaw would just be like, oh, God, okay. She's like, it's time for mother-daughter time. And she's like, oh, that Mom, we've been hanging out for, like, two days straight now. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's like, wow, Mom, you need another apprentice. <laughs> she's like, or, yeah, like a single one. Well, he asked if Brambleclaw would like to come watch a training session with him and Whitepaw. <laughs> Do you want to just go look at the Brambleclaw at the clouds? Huh? Want to go look at the clouds with me, man? No. 
Brambleclaw stares. Warriors hardly watched apprentices unless they were mentors themselves. He looks to the tunnel. Squirrelpaw's out of sight. Thanks, but some other time, maybe? He tells Brackenfur. He starts towards the camp entrance, but Brackenfur is keeping pace with him. Brackenfur tells him that uh, Firestar thought it would be good practice for him, for when he has his own apprentice. Brambleclaw stops. So Firestar asked Brackenfur to tell him to watch him and Whitepaw train, oh, he asks. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> we knew Brackenfur would mess us up. Looks, Brackenfur looks very embarrassed. That's right. But we never do that, Brambleclaw says. <laughs> we literally never have done that, ever. I mean... And it'll... <laughs> and it'll be moons before Ferncloud's kits are even ready for mentors. He really, he really got you there. An order's an order. <laughs> it's an order? Brambleclaw shakes his head. <clears throat> it's not just StarClan against him. It's his own leader. Squirrelpaw must have told him something. Oh my god, this oh, is yeah. like a stupid misunderstanding, but also hilarious. He follows Brackenfur and Whitepaw to the Sandy Hollow. Mousefur and Spiderpaw eventually join them. Brambleclaw watches them mock battle, but laments that he could be doing something useful. It's two days until he leaves. He needs to talk with Squirrelpaw. Yeah, it's actually... Brambleclaw... It, this is actually working for him. <laughs> uh, <gasps> that he can't talk to her. Because yeah. if he just leaves, she'll be like, What? And try to follow him. But also, if she told Firestar, Firestar might come after him. Yeah, but we know she didn't. Do we? Yeah. After that <laughs> little incident by the feeding trough, you think that she was like, also, Dad, I have secrets to tell you. No, she's keeping every secret from him. <laughs> they obviously don't have, like, a trusting relationship between father-daughter, where she's like, I have all these emotions, I'll tell you anything. She's like, nah, this is my adventure, Dad. You already had yours is my life. <laughs> Brambleclaw leaves, determined to find her. And to his relief, when he returns to camp, she's with Shrewpaw by the apprentice's body. Finally. God. He races over to her and tells her that he wants to talk to her. He knows issuing orders isn't the way to handle Squirrelpaw, and he's prepared for her to snarl at him. But instead, she tells him in a hurried, low voice, okay, but not here. She glances uneasily at Shrewpaw, meeting behind the nursery. Brambleclaw nods. Wow. Brenna, you want to hit me with a cat fact? Sure. Time for a cat fact, folks. First, our disclaimer. Many of these races... Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Cat fact time. We're doing another cat, um, um, magical uh, fictional cat race. Um, so, many of these races are originally written by cis white dudes and have elements of them inherently racist, xenophobic, and problematic. Don't take this as, as endorsing that, because me and Maureen are totally for people taking uh, fiction and making their own. Obviously, all the warrior cats are gay. Um, and <laughs> I did research these to the best of my ability, but I'm not an excerpt by any means. And I'm sure a lot of folks have a lot of opinions, but unless you're a person of color wants to talk about your opinion of how uh, fictional races are written about in fiction I don't I don't really care like I appreciate everyone who listens but like please God 
please don't like please <laughs> um secondary disclaimer today we're going to be talking about cats in magic the gathering um so i have a bonus Ooh. disclaimer to say i've played exactly one game of magic of the gathering so i have super limited knowledge of the game my cousin slash roommate knows way more than me and i mentioned uh this uh like slightly to her and she like st immediately started like listening stuff and i was like i i'm overwhelmed um <laughs> Our friend, wait, our friend Adrian was really into magic when we were in college, like, and I was like, I'm like, dude, make me a cat, an entire cat team, and I'll play with you. Yeah, I mean, he, he very much could have. Never did. Well, it couldn't be, he I don't think it could entirely be cat. You would have to have some other Mostly units. cats. Anyway, so uh, a cat is a creature type um, that's defined for uh, felines in the game. Um, so this can refer to both, like, normal household cats as long as, like, felinide creatures, some which have sentience, um, such as lions and tigers. So uh, in the game Magic the Gathering, there, like, are different colors cards can be. Um, like, I think there's red, green, white. I think there's also blue. Um, once again. Probably. Uh, but cats <laughs> mainly are green and white. Wow, Maureen. Um <laughs> For the cat type of card, there's approximately 226 cards uh, with that type. Um, and uh. there are over 20, like, types of cat, like, warriors, regular cats. And there's, like, a lot of lore in the game. Um, and so I'm not going to be getting into too much of that because there was just, there was just so much and half of it I didn't understand because it was like about a war or something <laughs> that happened like uh, back before this era or that era. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is really cool that there's so much that you can dig into with the game. But, um, as someone who was just, but also I, I, who's got time. <laughs> I, I appreciate everyone who does have time to get into it. That's really cool. But I personally didn't have time for this segment of our podcast so yeah uh, i i'm gonna highlight a couple of the um cat races but i'm we'll probably not get to all of them so one of the most common is cat warriors um and they uh there's like different types of cat warriors some resemble tigers other look like leopards or jaguars um and some cougars uh the panther warriors uh they're actually exiles of the cat warrior nation um oh. and they uh sometimes serve like darker forces but are more like neutral um uh mm. another type of cat warrior is a leonin um those are look they're like uh two-legged lions anthropomorphic lions um mm -hmm. and they uh have a strong connection to the white mana which is why they're found in white decks i imagine um they're, those are uh, the most common, like, non-sentient ones. Uh, but there are also non... Uh, despite what we've done before, I did want to mention a couple non-sentient cats just because I thought their description was really hilarious. Because uh, a lot of these are creature types, um, and they're not, like... The, the cat warriors are, like, the sentient ones where they're, like, an actual race of cat warriors. They have their whole history of how they fought and all that. But then there were yeah. there was, like, huge lists of also, like, household cats. And that uh, there was this one... Um, there was a card you can get where it's uh, a cat and a dog and they're best friends because they were abandoned by their owner. Um, oh. And they give you like, uh, but they now they, they live together and the dog is black and the cat is white. And they're like, they work together to survive and give you like a boost on uh, dog type or cat type cards. Um, but uh, a couple other ones I wanted to mention was fire cats. Um, 
uh, they are permanently on fire. <laughs> I, I thought, I was like, yes, I'm for that. Nightcaps. <laughs> and I just like it because they're like a variety of cats native to Indatha as opposed to Savai. And then the last sentence, they glow. <laughs> like I just like like oh all of this information I'm like yeah I don't understand all these different regions they glow I'm like oh cool that's all I really okay. needed to know that's good <laughs> there's like a whole list of uh another one that I thought was cool which is a non-sentient cat is the the Zhang or the Zhang I'm it's Z H E N G so Zhang maybe I'm not sure um they're a, a beast cat, but uh, they have a glowing horn on the middle Ooh. of their head. And I was like, that's so cool. So I just wanted to mention that because I was like, yeah, more horns on cats. Um, Unicorn cat. There's also the Maka, which are giant cats that have six eyes. And I was like, whoa. So there's whoa. there's a lot of cool types of cat beasts. And so it, I think it's definitely possible to have like an all cat based deck or a mainly cat deck uh if uh, i know i usually don't ask for opinions but if you do play magic gathering and you do have a cat deck or know of one uh you should tell us about it because that would be yes. cool. um i'm i'm not super <laughs> huge into magic gathering but i understand why i'd play with a cat deck yeah i understand why people like it so much it's it's i understand the fun of of building your own sort of uh deck yeah, I used to have some of the cards just because I really like the art on them. Yeah, that's the another thing. Cool. The art's really cool. I I think the artist for the cover art of, like, my new favorite books have done, like, magic. The art I mentioned earlier, Rin and Sari is the name of the, uh, or Sarai, is the name of the dog and cat pair. And their art is beautiful. Oh. Um, so yeah, I really like the Magic the Gathering art stuff. Mm-hmm. Their art is just mm, so good. Yeah, and I like that you can see, like, the panther cats, I think, are probably some of the oldest like ones a part of the game because you can tell just looking at their art that their art is um or the panther warriors uh like their art you can tell is from older games um just from the style of it it's less uh it's less modern but yeah i literally only mentioned a handful so if this seems interesting to you and you don't play magic gathering definitely look into it but I will warn you, there's like a lot of like lore just mentioned casually, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know which what that realm means. Like, I understand. I, I know if I knew more, I would understand. But I, I understand glowing cats. Yeah. I don't understand any of these I, regions. And they're like, yeah, that. I'm sure that card would be very beneficial. But I don't know what that means. <laughs> so I'd like a glowing cat to see in the dark. Wind. Yeah. So all right, I was gonna hold it in front of me. Yeah. So it. that was our quick summary of a couple a couple cats from magic of the gathering let's get back into the story thank you brenna a delight behind the nursery here we go this seems so like it's it's like they wrote a romance took out the romance and so it's just an awkward we're just trying to talk like <laughs> like we're literally just trying to discuss stuff that it's pretty important well brambleclaw pads away to greet Sutfer and ashfur and then he pauses at the nursery entrance to comment on Ferncloud's kits, forcing himself to sound normal. <laughs> then he made his way behind the nursery. And he's like, yeah, I'm super cool. I'm a, I'm just, I'm a like, normal guy. I'm with my clanmates. Oh my god. 
hello, friends, I'm having a normal day. He's, like, walking, like, I'm fine. And they're like, okay. So I guess behind the nursery is the sandy area where cats went to make dirt. So Oh, so no one's going to hang bathroom. out there on purpose. No. Squirrelpaw is already waiting for him. Brambleclaw, I... Brambleclaw cuts her off. You've told Firestar something, haven't you? <laughs> After she promised to keep her mouth shut. Whoa! Whirlpaw straightens, fur bristling furiously. She has not. She hasn't said a word to any cat. Brambleclaw asks her then why is Firestar so determined to keep them apart? Oh, you've noticed that too, <laughs> have you? Squirrelpaw is trying to stay calm, but her voice raises to a wail as she continues. She doesn't know. She promises she didn't tell him anything. Guys. But he looks at her as if she's done something bad, and she hasn't. Well, no, I know this is, none of this is her fault. But also, don't yell. It's gonna bring him. I'm sure it's a quiet wail of distress. Yeah. Brambleclaw suddenly feels really sorry for the confused and unhappy apprentice. And he presses his muzzle to her side, but she whisks away from him, teeth bared. It's nothing I can't handle, she says. No. Leafpaw is upset too. She hasn't said anything, but Squirrelpaw can tell. Oh, Brandpaw right. Sits and tries I forgot to we have all this all. sister drama too. Yeah, because sister knows the secret prophecy. <sighs> Why do we have secret prophecy? And knows Squirrelpaw's keeping a secret from her. Oh, right. Uh, they should have named this Secrets Are Bad book. We already had Forest of secret Secrets. Secret Secrets are no fun. Forest of No More Secrets. Yeah, Forest of Maybe We Should Just Talk to People and That Would Solve Our Problems. Brambleclaw doesn't think Squirrelpaw is lying to him. So what else could it be? Mm. Brambleclaw suggests they could ask him. Then whatever it is, they could put it right. Honestly? Honestly? Squirrelpaw looks doubtful. No, no, good idea. Go do tell him. Hey, you seem angry at me, Firestar. How can I fix that? Yeah, or or just be like, hey, Firestar, we have something you might want to know. So maybe then if we tell you our thing, you'll tell us why you're being a big jerk. And he's like, I've been a jerk? Yeah. And he's, we're like, yeah, well, man. Yeah, you gotta be a tool, man. Yeah, big tool. Before she can reply, there's the sound of cats pushing through the nettles. Oh, God. It's it's gray stripe coming to poop. <laughs> Am I wrong? Rambleclaw whips around to see Firestar and Gray Stripe. Oh, so he was hey! there. Correct with Firestar, buddy system, buddy system. So Firestar says, stepping between Brambleclaw and his daughter, Shrewpaw said he'd find them here. We weren't doing anything wrong, Squirrelpaw blurted. Yeah. Firestar wonders then what they think they're doing. He glares at Squirrelpaw, then Brambleclaw. Like wasting their time when there's work to be done? <laughs> Brambleclaw ducks his head respectfully and tells them they've worked hard all day. And Graystripe's like, they have. It's true. Yeah, probably. Firestar asks if that means there's nothing more to be done. If he's so sure, take a look at the elders. Frostfur got burrs in her pelt today. He can help her get them out. Anger flares in Brambleclaw. That's an apprentice's task. But the look at Firestar's giving him tells him that there's no point in arguing. 
Instead, he just mumbles, yes, Firestar, and leaves. He pauses to hear Firestar talking to Squirrelpaw. He hears him in that same hard, displeased tone as he tells her that she must have better things to do than hang around with an inexperienced warrior like Brambleclaw. He tells her to stay with his own, her own, blah, blah, blah. He tells her to stay with her own mentor in the future. Okay, guys, guys, how about instead we have a, a little chat? Like, I know everyone's like a little upset, a little angry. Things are a little tense, but mm -hmm. it's a great time to try out communication. That means, that means we're all going to use I statements. So I mm -hmm. ramble, claw, feel that you guys are trying to keep us apart, which is weird. Like it's, it's just kind of weird. I don't know why that's happening. And I, uh, squirrel paw feel like my dad hates me. And I squirrel paw want to punch my dad. Okay. All right. Well, that's oof. okay actually you know we've talked about cat lawyers i think we've talked about cat therapists uh really cat family therapists also would probably help us a lot yeah. like i know we've had like some straight up like family murder here um some of it but, like on... maybe some mediators yeah just like a, <laughs> like a cat mediator like a, a, a cat uh family specialist yeah yeah that'd be good well, Brambleclaw can't hear her reply, and sadness floods through him. Somehow he lost Firestar's respect. And if Squirrelpaw hadn't told him anything, he can't imagine why. Oh. In two nights, he's supposed to leave. But how could he go with Firestar watching him so closely? And a chill runs through him as he realizes that to be loyal to the prophecy and to StarClan, he may have to be disloyal to his leader. Yeah, that's fine. But I mean, that's the whole reason why they didn't tell their leaders in the first place, is so they'd avoid that little loophole. Yeah. If they don't know we're going, they can't say we can't go. Right, right. Brambleclaw barely sleeps, his dreams full of Firestar's anger, of him chasing him from camp. And he's exhausted the next day. And this would be his last day in camp before the journey began. The taste of the coming leaf fall was in the air change was coming whatever he or the other chosen cats tried to do he doesn't bother trying to speak with squirrel paw throughout the day firestar hadn't exactly ordered them to stay apart but he sure didn't seem to like the <laughs> when it when they're together yeah he catches a glimpse of her leaving with dust pelt and squirrel paw looks oddly subdued tail dragging in the earth ears flat you look as if you've lost a rabbit and found a shrew. It's Mouse Bird. Oh, hi, Mouse Bird. She asks if he'd like to come hunting with her and Spiderclaw. Brambleclaw doesn't have the energy between all the worrying. Mouse Bird's still waiting for a reply. And Brambleclaw wonders if Firestar had ordered to do it to keep him busy. But she blinks at him in a friendly way. And he realizes he would be better off hunting than just hanging around camp worrying. And maybe if he brought back a lot of prey, Firestar would be, like, a little less mad. Yeah. Maybe. But hunting didn't go well. Oh. Spiderpaw was too easily distracted. 
He makes more of an effort after a bumble with a mouse. But he's, when he's stalking a squirrel, the wind changes and it takes off. And Spiderpaw took off after it. Mousefur calls after him that he'll never catch a squirrel like that. Spiderpaw doesn't reappear. Mousefur growls. One day he'll learn. And she goes off after him. Brambleclaw is left alone, listening for prey. He catches a mouse and buries it, and he wishes Mousefur had seen that. Then she could have told Firestar that he was hunting well. But he's listening for more prey when he hears something larger rustling in the bushes. It's a man. It's the opposite direction of where Mousefur and Spiderpaw left. Oh. All he can scent is ThunderClan. In the gorse bush in front of him, Squirrelpaw is struggling among the branches. Girl! Her front paws are off the ground and her fur is tangled in thorns. She's already stuck. Brambleclaw can't suppress a laugh as, as he asks if she's having fun. <laughs> Squirrelpaw whips her head towards him, green eyes flashing in fury. That's right. Have a good laugh, you stupid furball. <laughs> then maybe he'll have time to get He's her like, out of here. I am. She sounds more like herself than that dejected creature that had left camp this morning. Oh, good. And it makes Brambleclaw feel better instantly. He strolls over to her and asks how she got so, so stuck. Squirrelpaw says she was chasing a vole. Dappletail said she fancied one. And the squirrel paw may as well oblige, since Firestar wants her to keep feeding the elders for, like, ever. <laughs> she says the vole went under here, and she thought there was room for her to run after it. There isn't, Brambleclaw says. She's like, I've obviously, I figured that out. <laughs> yeah, I know that now, mouse brain. Do something. Brambleclaw tells her to keep still and starts teasing out the fur from the thorns. Hang on, Squirrelpaw says after a while. She thinks she's loose. Brambleclaw jumps out of the way as she surged forward. Moments later, she's free, shaking herself irritably and staring at the ginger tufts of fur she'd left behind. She thanks Brambleclaw. He asks if she's hurt. Maybe she should have Cinderpelt look at Squirrelpaw. Uh oh. Firestar. Uh, what? Stalking towards God. them. Ooh. Firestar is just everywhere. He is everywhere. His expression is ice as he looks between Brambleclaw and his daughter. Is this how you obey orders? He asks. And the unfairness takes Brambleclaw's breath away. He knows he sounds guilty as he tells Firestar that they're not disobeying orders. Oh? I'm sorry, Firestar's voice is dry. He thought Brambleclaw was supposed to be on a hunting patrol. Wha I am on a hunting patrol, Brambleclaw <laughs> says desperately. Firestar says he doesn't see Mousefur or Spiderpaw. Brambleclaw tells him that Spiderpaw went after a squirrel and Mousefur went after him. Why are you being so horrible? There we go. There we go. I needed that. Yeah. Someone needs to call him out, and you know that someone's gonna be Squirrelpaw. As she should. Brambleclaw isn't doing anything wrong, 
Firestar says that Brambleclaw isn't doing what he's told. That's not the warrior code. He was taught. Uh, whoa! Wait a second. Uh, hold on. May we remind you of everything you have got when you've gone against your leader? Because uh, we can list off multiple examples of that. Uh, feeding River Clan, uh, knowing about Graystripe's, uh, in, uh, other clan affair and not telling anybody, um, going behind Blue Star's back to talk to Tallstar, um, like, it just- It goes dude. on and on. Knowing about the fact that your, uh, medicine cat had a child and also murdered that child. Yup, yup. Squirrelpaw springs forward and stands nose to nose with Firestar, and her voice lifts to a yowl of pure fury. I was stuck in the bush. <laughs> Brambleclaw helped me. It's not his fault. Yeah! <laughs> He's like, oh, wow, that's, that's such a stupid reason that it makes sense. <laughs> Be quiet, Firestar says. This has nothing to do with you. And Brambleclaw is struck by how much they look alike. <laughs> Green eyes flashing, ginger pelts bristling angrily. It kind of looks like it does, Squirrelpaw argues. <coughs> and he, he seems to be growling at Brambleclaw any time he so much as glances at her. Yeah, what's your beef, Dad? <laughs> Hey, Dad, stop being a tool. Yeah, Dad, what's your problem? Can I have friends? Kisses. Whoa, you're just gonna silence me instead of listening to me? Brambleclaw stares in alarm, and Graystripe thrust his way into the clearing. Uh, he asks what's okay, going on. Okay, hey guys, <laughs> this seems like... Oh. Uh, honey, you're seeming to do that thing where you, like, just yell instead of listening. I didn't think you were that kind of guy. Come on. We don't want to be like tiger claw yeah no one wants to be like tiger claw we use our words not our angry words our calm words everyone take a deep breath everyone take a deep breath oh right graystripe says eyes glowing with understanding as he takes in the clearing nope <laughs> come on firestar he goes to the leader and gives him a nudge these two aren't doing any harm and not much good Firestar retorts. Graystripe being the good cop. Good cop, bad cop. Graystripe. It's the Battle of the Dads part two. <laughs> Firestar faces Squirrelpaw and Brambleclaw. He tells them that the orders he gives are for the good of the whole clan. And if they can't understand that, maybe they aren't fit to be warriors. Um, well, you can't un, un warrior Brambleclaw. You can't undo it. Well, Squirrelpaw howled in outrage. A furious hiss from Firestar silenced her. Brambleclaw is just, like, too bewildered he's to like, protest. He's like, why are you talking about, man? Something had turned Firestar against him. He doesn't know what, and he doesn't know what he can do about it. Oh my god. Wow, I can't believe we're having, uh... Uh, Firestar's Blue Star moment of madness, but it's like just him not wanting his daughter to hang out with some guy. 
for the reason of <laughs> of he doesn't want them to they'll destroy the yeah, clan. but they don't even know if that's what it <laughs> means. Like they're just kind of guessing. <sighs> Firestar tells Squirrelpaw to bring Graystar's bowl back to the elder. Oh wait, no, actually, I missed a couple lines. Bop, bop, bop. Something had turned Firestar against him, and Brambleclaw doesn't know what, and he doesn't know what he can do about it. Firestar tells Squirrelpaw to bring Graystripe's bowl back to the elders, and Brambleclaw can go find Mousefur and see if he can bring back any prey before dark. Okay. Do it now. Wow, that's harsh. I'm, like, not a bad hunter. Without waiting to see if his orders were followed, he whips around and stalks away. Graystripe pauses before following. He tells them that Firestar has a lot on his mind. Don't take too much to heart. <laughs> Everything will work out eventually. Communication! Like, tell them literally anything. Hey, I'm worried about you guys hanging out because we had a vision about you guys. I don't know if it's, like, bad to tell you guys we had a vision about you guys, but uh, there was a vision about you guys. Also, that's why your sister is acting weird. Well, Firestar yells his name, and Graystripe hurries after Wow, him. what- what husbands? <laughs> Graystripe, I'm angry. Come calm me down. Come comfort me. I'm not gonna comfort you. You're being kind of a tool. Yeah. I think we'll stop there for now. Uh. Yeah, I think that's good. Ow. Wow. Yeah, that was, um- not cute. That was not a cute moment. Dad of the Year award does not go to him. <laughs> it goes to Graystripe. Yeah. <laughs> dad of the Year goes to Graystripe. His kids aren't no, even No, Dad of the Year goes to Ravenpaw because he actually gave some, oh, like, yeah. constructive advice. Like, I mean, yeah, okay, Gray Graystripe said, like, don't let, don't take it to heart. But you didn't say why, like, we shouldn't take it to heart. Yeah. You didn't explain, hey, guys, there's, like, a vision about you guys becoming evil or whatever. Uh, and, they're, uh, and rather than communicating with you and checking in to make sure you're not evil, we're going to isolate yeah. you, make you feel terrible, and turn you evil. Yeah, like, you're not doing anything but, like, antagonizing them and, like, yeah, pushing them away. Yeah. And closer together. Literally, because you're only treating these two this way. Yeah. Bad job, Firestar. <laughs> Firestar, this is, if you want to keep them apart, this is a bad strat. Ugh. Okay. Well, folks. Especially because your daughter is such a rebel, she'll do literally the exact opposite of anything you say. Yeah. Without any remorse. It only it only works for Firestar's character because he's so stupid. Of course, he would handle it this way. <laughs> it's like it's stupid in a new way. It's stupid in a dad way. I never thought he. And I mean to be. I never thought he'd be this kind of dad though. Yeah, and I mean to be like to be fair to Firestar, like he's really just like freaking out. Like he's like, I don't know what to do about this. I do not know what it means. Well, then my kids um, might be are evil. Going to destroy the clan. This is my daughter and the kid I raised. So. Yeah, like, I raised this boy, and this is my daughter, and what are they gonna do? Something bad? Oh no. Oh god. Oh god. Oh my god. Okay. If you want to complain <sighs> about Firestar's uh, fatherly disappointments, you can do so on our Twitter. <laughs> uh, our Twitter is WCWITCast on Twitter.com. Or if you want to contact us a different way, another way to do that 
is our email, which is wcwitcast at gmail.com. Uh, both those places are spoiler-free zones. Thank you. And uh, thank you to everyone who listens. If you want to help support the podcast, a way you can do that is to share it with a friend. You'd be like, hey, want to hear Firestar be a dingus of a dad? Listen to this episode. Um, or play Magic the Gathering. Listen to this episode and get mad because Brenna definitely forgot your favorite cat card. Um, <laughs> or like misconstrued, misconstrued something like probably yes. We're, we're doing our best here. <laughs> we're always just doing our best. Because I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. Wait, what about your safety? At the end, like after we play oh. the whole song. <laughs> Let me try that again then. I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? <laughs> I wear sunscreen, I wear a hat, I wear a high color, like a, a, a like a worker's vest, like a high visibility vest, most of the time during like bad weather or low light. Um, I bring my phone with me, I bring my phone charger with me, a portable phone charger. I bring my water, um, which is in a heavy uh, metal uh, uh, water bottle. Um, I bring my box cutter. Um, and I bring my ring and gum, which can like, I can take it off and throw it, uh, if I'm, you know, being kidnapped. And I also bring the knowledge that most kidnappings and trafficking situations are done to people that are in, uh, high risk situations and usually are groomed into those situations and not just like a random woman on the street. So I, most everything I do is like overly cautious, but still safety first. But safety is no accident.